Nothing lasts forever. All good things must come to an end. For decades, major record labels, they were printing money. Started in the 50s and 60s by selling vinyl records. 8-track was invented... I think in the 1970s, 80s, early 90s record companies, they were making billions of dollars selling cassette tapes. After that came CDs, compact discs, which arrived just in time for the explosion of pop music in the mid to late 90s. On Tuesdays during the summertime, kids and teenagers would be standing outside record stores like Tower Records, waiting for them to open so they could buy the newest releases from the Backstreet Boys or... Christina Aguilera, Britney Spears, Oops, I did it again, the song she wrote after she shaved her head. For decades, though, no matter what technological innovations were created, record labels, they always remained ahead of the times. They were able to adapt, they embraced the technology, until broadband internet was introduced to the market and it became widespread. Suddenly, there was no longer any need for records anymore. People could download the music for free. Now, it was great for the consumer in the short term, but it was devastating to the recording industry. To be perfectly honest with you, I think it's one of the main reasons that music sucks today. Back then, record labels released radio-friendly singles hoping it would entice people to buy the albums. The albums... That was where the good music was. Today, there's no reason to create classic albums because no one's going to buy them. Record stores, which used to be on the corner of every major city in America, record stores are now non-existent. There's no longer a need for most record labels because artists, they can just release their music independently. Sales of physical records have declined by 80%. If you Google articles on the music industry, the vast majority of the articles, they are predicting its collapse. The music industry is dying. Songs are no longer timeless. Artists are here today, gone tomorrow. Rappers went from emulating gangsters to emulating women. All good things must come to an end. Yesterday afternoon, we witnessed what could be the beginning of the end of the foundation of sports journalism, a legendary publication that used to be called Sports Illustrated, a publication that used to create stars. When you landed the cover of Sports Illustrated, you would officially arrive. Iconic covers featuring Michael Jordan. I'll never forget the cover that featured Drew Brees right after the Saints won the Super Bowl. The Miracle on Ice, which was a little before my time, but still a legendary cover. Growing up, we used to get excited when the latest edition of Sports Illustrated hit the newsstands. When they were focused on sports, they were able to maintain their credibility. Unfortunately, over the last few years, Sports Illustrated, they decided to copy the model of ESPN. Since we are living in the era of the identifier, since we're living in the era of transitioning, Sports Illustrated, they decided to make themselves more relatable to less than... 5% of the population, they secured the services of Dr. Proctor at Woke Memorial Hospital, went through gender-affirming care, they were prescribed puberty blockers, started attending services at Woke United Methodist, where under the tutelage of Father Jalen Rose, Sports Illustrated, they were baptized and born again, going into that holy water as a group of normal sports journalists, coming out of the holy water as grade-A shit fucks. Sports Illustrated, they transitioned into Woke Illustrated. Yesterday, they finally felt the consequences. It was announced yesterday afternoon that Woke Illustrated was laying off their entire staff. 
Writers, gone. Editors, gone. Janitors, gone. Hell, I don't even know if the AI survived. The news broke a couple of hours before Around the Horn went on the air. Well, Casey, what the hell is Around the Horn? Used to be a classic show on ESPN. Woody Page, Jay Mariotti, Tim Kalashaw, the emotional Bill Plaschke who cries every time he hears the word Chiefs. Bill Plaschke, he will not even vote for his local police chief. That title is racist. He should be called the police guardian. Like most other shows at ESPN, Around the Horn has regressed into complete garbage. Today, the show features a panel of unknowns where the biggest star is pretend NFL analyst Mina Kimes. Yesterday, some unknown doofus named Pablo Torre, he was the winner on Around the Horn. The good news for him, if his woke welfare ever expires at ESPN, Pablo, he could easily collect woke welfare from CNN. As you guys know, CNN prefers to hire anonymous journalists with two first names. P.D. Pablo, he wins around the horn yesterday. He uses his victory speech to discuss the layoffs at Woke Illustrated. As a sports journalist, P.D. was mad. I am outraged! I have not been this upset since five-star Franks overgrilled my wiener! Tory claimed to be filled with rage and depression. Depression? Really? Have you seen some of the recent covers of the Woke Illustrated Swimsuit Edition? When I saw the covers, I was filled with rage and depression. Now that there is a strong possibility that I'll never see it again, I'm filled with elation and joy. Tori Pablo unleashed his fake outrage, letting the handful of people who were watching around the horn know that Woke Illustrated had been run into the ground. But it was strange. Not one time did Pablo Tori explain why Sports Illustrated was running to the ground. Watch for yourself. I am filled with rage and depression because Sports Illustrated is not just the foremost journalism brand in the history of sports. It is also sports itself to so many of us. And so what the Arena Group and the Authentic Brands Group have done, handed this organization in all of its history, great writing, iconic covers, photography, just the way that sports was chronicled in America, and running it into the ground without any conscience, using fake writers and also laying off everybody today, is not just a nightmare, it is something that they should never get to forget because you were handed this institution and you failed, and that is your fault. Look, nothing he said was wrong here. Matter of fact, he is absolutely right when he says the failure of Sports Illustrated should be blamed on Sports Illustrated. The implementation of automated riders, that is not the reason, though, that Sports Illustrated is a huge embarrassing failure. Most of the former journalists that work there, they are not the reason Sports Illustrated is a huge embarrassing failure. Although, I will admit... The journalism at Sports Illustrated has declined over the last few years. I read a lot of articles about the Saints and Pelicans, The Athletic, Bleacher Report, NOLA.com. Sometimes I'll read something at ESPN, but never Sports Illustrated. Why? Because there's nothing of substance. It's recycled news and stats without any context. The main reason Sports Illustrated ended in huge embarrassing failure, they turned their back on their consumer. I don't know the demographics when it comes to readers of Sports Illustrated, but I had to guess the overwhelming majority of their readers are men. 
I'd estimate over 90, maybe even 95% of their customer base consists of men, not male birthing persons. I'm talking about men. When men think of Sports Illustrated, one of the first thought that comes to mind is the swimsuit edition. When the swimsuit edition was originally launched back in the 1960s, it was designed to fill the sports void between the beginning of January and spring training in Major League Baseball. Now, for my younger viewers out there, I know this is hard to believe, but people actually used to watch and care about Major League Baseball. Basically, they started releasing the swimsuit edition so they had something to print between football and baseball season. Otherwise, there would be a two, maybe three-month void. For decades, there was only two requirements for someone to land the cover of the swimsuit edition. Number one, and this was the most important requirement, you had to be a woman. I'm not talking about a woman like Dylan Mulvaney. I'm not talking about women like Leah Thomas or the bearded beauties who aspire to be WNBA dump divers. If you wanted to be featured on the cover, you had to be a woman. Requirement number two, you had to be a beautiful woman. Now, obviously, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. I'm sure there are some men who find Shamu to be incredibly attractive, and that's great. That's great. Good for you. But the rest of us, we want to see Heidi Klum in a bikini. We don't want to see Shamu modeling a bikini the size of our bedsheet. Several years ago, after their transition from Sports Illustrated to Woke Illustrated, they altered the requirements for the swimsuit edition. Instead of focusing on beautiful women, instead of focusing on models or female athletes, Woke Illustrated, they decided to focus on accomplishing first. And you guys know how much deacons at Woke United Methodist love a first. Problem is... Normal men don't give a shit about accomplishing first. 2021, Megan Thee Stallion becomes the first female rapper featured in the swimsuit edition. I always, I always thought a stallion was a horse. Whatever, though. I mean, Megan Thee Stallion on the cover, no big deal. 2021 was a big year of first for Woke Illustrated because Naomi Osaka became the first black athlete to be featured in the swimsuit edition. Again, that's great. I think most men find Megan the Stallion, Naomi Osaka, to be physically attractive. Naomi Osaka, beautiful woman, an accomplished tennis player. So far, so good, right? But then, it happened. The Winker Spankers at Woke Illustrated, they could not help themselves. They wanted to feature someone that male birthing persons would find attractive. Someone named Lena Bloom becomes the first transgender model to land a spot in the swimsuit edition. Following two years, they decided at Sports Illustrated to try something a bit different. 2022, May Musk was included in the swimsuit edition. Casey, who in the hell is May Musk? <laughs> she, uh, she's the mother of Elon Musk. At 73 years old, she is modeling bathing suits for Woke Illustrated. I guess the thinking was, we need to target older men. Yeah, um, I happen to know an older man, my father. My dad's 72 years old. Even at his age, he doesn't have any interest in looking at a 73-year-old woman in a bathing suit. No disrespect here to May Musk or Elon Musk, but Elon Musk... I don't want to see your mama in a bikini. 
2022 was also a year that Woke Illustrated focused on body positivity. Perhaps they were inspired by the Lizzo and the gargantuan body positivity that she provides. They selected a model named Yumi Nu, who filled the cover of Sports Illustrated with body positivity. 2023, at the age of 81, Martha Stewart accomplishes another first by becoming the oldest woman in the swimsuit edition. My inside sources tell me if the swimsuit edition is allowed to continue, the remaining AI working at Woke Illustrated, they have selected Chad Thundercock to appear on the next cover. He'll be standing there in all his glory modeling a tuck-friendly bathing suit. It's not difficult to understand why Sports Illustrated is a huge embarrassing failure. You can say go woke, go broke, which is fine. That's definitely part of it. But when you turn your back on your consumers and you cater your publication to a small portion of the population, most of which have zero interest in sports, you are going to go out of business. It's really that simple. But give me your thoughts on this. Sports Illustrated becomes Woke Illustrated. A couple of years later, they're on the brink of going out of business. I do feel bad for the people who lost their jobs yesterday. I would imagine that most of them had no part in making all these bad decisions. Can Sports Illustrated be revived? Clay Travis mentioned last night that he might be interested in buying this dump. I don't know why, but maybe he can revive it. But, you know... Sometimes it's just best to let things go. But what do you think? Is Sports Illustrated, is it worth reviving? Let me know. Sound off in the comments below. Like, subscribe, share the video. I appreciate your support. Best way to contact me is by email at btlkc84 at gmail.com. KC underscore BTL84 on Twitter. I'll see you guys later.